in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, welcome again to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Tilly Sokol, and joined by my co-host, Chris Stewart. As we review another film this week, we reviewed The Green Knight, uh, which is a 2021 American epic medieval fantasy film by David Lowry, who directed, wrote, edited, and produced this film. Uh, film stars Dev Patel as Gawain, uh, a newly appointed knight from King Arthur's Round Table, who sets out on a journey to test his courage and face the title character, the Green Knight. So right off the bat, seeing this trailer for this film, I was like, whoa, this is going to be a little creepy. This is going to be some edgy. This is going to be like a really cool fantasy, um, you know, medieval epic. Uh, when I saw the film, I was completely, you know, that this is not what the trailer kind of gave to me. And this is what we've talked about many times. You see a trailer, it gives too much or gives the wrong impression or whatnot. Um, we can't even do a spoiler review for this because I don't even know what it's saying. So, <laughs> you know, the, pre- the premise of the movie starts out, you know, cool enough. Um, but then as he, you know, goes on this quest, uh, the the movie kind of really skews off into some weird rando territory that doesn't really serve to the plot of the film where you know in a classic story of a a knight going off to you know learn lessons and and face off tasks these things these lessons and these things he does doesn't really add to his growth i don't think so there's a lot of this weird stuff that's going on and there's a lot of question more questions than answers um from the beginning to the end of the film uh, Chris, look at your take on this Green Knight. You know, we don't get a ton of fantasy films uh, anymore, period. Um, and I do think that some of that could have been affected by, you know, how Game of Thrones ended. Um, that was clearly the, the the big selling fantasy show post, you know, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and stuff. And you know, the way it ended, it's, I've noticed, even though we did have the pandemic, we haven't had a, a ton of fantasy films. Um, we know that we're getting a Game of Thrones spinoff next year, and we have uh, the Amazon Lord of the Rings prequel show as well. So there's definitely still a, a demand for fantasy. But this definitely gave me the, you know, the looks of like, oh, this is a really well made, looks really well shot fantasy film. And I was curious to see okay, what's the story? What's it about? You know, I've heard of that name before, Gawain. I'm just, you know, not one that I would know offhand because, you know, I'm more used to King Arthur and Lancelot and all that. And it really is more of this character's journey more than, you know, like there's practically no action in this movie. Um, And I feel like that's what the trailer kind of set up. It kind of set up this idea of, okay, this green knight shows up who is made of, he looks like Groot's uncle. Um, and uh, really, it's like he could have been a relative of Groot, um, maybe a medieval Groot. And um, the idea is he he challenges all the all the members of the round table, you know, in front of King Arthur, um, which they never say Arthur, they just always say King, but you kind of get it. He's got Excalibur, like we get it. And Gawain is his nephew. If anyone can land a blow on me, 
then uh, they will be entitled to this axe. And but then the the price is a year hence from then, uh, you will have to return and find me, and I get to return the blow. So it's kind of one of those weird things where I think he steps in a little hot and heavy because he wants to maybe prove himself, and then he kind of takes some more than he bargained for because he's a newly appointed knight. He doesn't actually have any like major combat skills or like skills to survive. And you see that as the movie goes along. The thing is, I thought he's going to set up this whole like in that year that he would have, you know, he beheads the screen knight, which you see, you know, you, you get that on the trailer that the green knight's holding. It's, it's like, oh, he's going to go off and he has a year to, to man up essentially before he has to go kind of repay the price. And he waits till like, you know, three days before the, the year ends to like go on this journey. And although it's visually like a really cool movie and like it really does have these great sets and it, it, it looks mostly like non-CGI at all minus uh, a few different elements, there's just not really much that happens. It, it's like, I feel like you would have to know so much more about these individual tales to like maybe understand this. And it, it just feels more like a, a true indie fantasy film that happens to be based around some of these legends that we've seen in movies where it's like huge battles and, you know, much more grand scale. Uh, but I do commend that Dev Patel had a great performance here. I've always thought he's a, a, a brilliant actor. Um, you know, you look at him now thinking way back to Slumdog Millionaire, how far he's come. He's done quite a lot and um, it's a good role for him. He looks really good in this role. And there's some other great you know, performers in here. It just, it left me like I was greatly confused for a good chunk of it. And the way it ended, I was just like, I feel like the, actually the last 15 minutes of the film were some of the better elements of the film. And we could have cut like an hour and a half and then like, you know, <laughs> one of those kind of like- It would still been okay on time and it would have not really changed the film. We know those, you know, those moments in films where- you see a whole visualization of what could be, but then it flashes to, you know, a moment, a peak moment of some decision. And it's like, oh, that's what have happened if, if they had gone with plan A. So now we're going to see the real ending, which is plan B. I thought that was a smart choice and I'm not, you know, giving it away thing here, but there was so much of the movie that was just slow. And it was just like a little, like, I, I mean, you saw this late at night at 10 o'clock. I saw it at like 12 noon. And even then there was times where I was like starting to yawn. And I yeah, was just I was like, like, and that's, it's not great when you watch a film and you kind of nod off. Cause I'm like, this is not cap captivating, you know, me. And, um, you know, back to the ambiguity. Um, I think like somebody reading back on who were these characters, I, you know, I know them from the legends, but it's not really like, you know, we realize that his mother is Morgan Le Fay. Or Morgana Le Fay, who is, you know, was one of the witches uh, in, um, she's a kind of a sorceress. She like, you know, it's kind of confusing. Like, is she punishing, you know, does she create the green knight for him? Like there's, there's all this, very, there's a lot of this, you know, I didn't know. And then also Lisa Fikander, who's a fantastic actress, you know, wonderful. She plays two roles in this, which at one point is confusing. Is she the same person or what? It's not very clear. Um, and there's many like, you know, movies where some people play multiple characters, you know, I mean, Wizard of Oz, you know, you were there, you were there, uh, you were there. <laughs> well, also like in the beginning, you get that Gawain kind of acts as he likes to kind of live among the peasants, um, because he's taken, you know, a fancy to 
Essel, who is a peasant in the town, but because he is of higher born at a knight, he then has to like go back, you know, to the, the the higher chambers of you know the castle, and you could tell that Arthur's kind of like bothered a little bit, but like, you know, I called you like many times. Oh, I I didn't hear you. He always comes in drunk, and you know, he's 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 doing things he's not supposed to as a knight. So at first I was confused because I was like, oh, it, was she was she been playing him the whole time as well, and she was a disguise. It was confusing. They didn't they didn't explain it all. Yeah, was she like the Prince Ali? Was this Aladdin? <laughs> I think it went along with a lot of this film you could take as kind of dream sequences in his head. Is he envisioning real people or is this just because he's on this mad quest to find this, this being this green knight. And there are some moments in this movie that are very um, dreamlike. And, uh, you know, again, the, there's some great visuals in this. I mean, uh, gotta, gotta uh, give applause here to Andrew Droz Palermo, who is a cinematographer I mean, a lot of this looks like real sets, like real places in probably England or Scotland or who knows where they, you know, filmed a lot of this. A lot of it looks like real places and they just would CGI maybe a, a, a little landmark or, you know, I mean, the budget of this film was only 15 million. So you can tell that they used as much real stuff as they could to not have to, you know, use a bunch of CGI. There's there's a couple of things that definitely needed CGI. Um but I'm curious to know, like, what would this film have been like had it turned it up a notch with some more action? Because, I mean, like, like even this poster I'm looking at right now is is Deb Patel with all his stuff on and he's holding up this green axe. And I'm like, yeah, I want to see him go off to war and use this green axe. And we never do. Well, even the color scheme of it kind of looks like a little edgy, like the green knight, you know, something. Like, yeah, it's you're absolutely right. And I think um and this is a problem with these trailers that kind of mislead us into these films. We're like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm like, oh, that's not really the film I was going for. So when you go into this movie, you have to really have a different approach. Uh, and we talked, we both, Chris and I grossly agreed, you're not going to this thing that's going to be some medieval war epic. This is very weird, very avant-garde, if you will, kind of film. And David Lowry, you know, looking at his list of films, I mean, he's had... Uh, you know, a couple indies. He did he did Pete's Dragon, the Disney live action remake. And actually his next film is he's the one helming Peter Pan and Wendy for Disney, which is the live action adaptation of Peter Pan. Um, so he's had a few like big movies as well. But, you know, I'm looking at some of his, his list of films. It feels like he's more in that, you know, low budget indie, really personal storytelling. So maybe, you know, this might be one of those films where... <laughs> It just kind of went over our heads because we're not, you know, I love the look of it. You know, if it remind, it did remind me a lot of like Lord of the Rings or like those films were like a lot of it is used in realistic sets. You know, they filmed all that in New Zealand. This felt very much like that, but just as a plot and base story, you know, it, it felt like there was a lot of filler that I was like, I don't know if that was needed. I don't know how that plays into the story. Um, and again, some of these might be um, some of the Arthurian tales uh, that I just don't know when it comes to this character. So if it, it honestly, it's it's sad. It, it's sad for me to like say this. It's like not at all that I don't think it's a good film. I just don't know if I ever need to see it again. Yeah. It's like it's like when I'm like, all right, I saw it in theaters. I'm glad I did because I do feel the scale on a big screen fits this type of the the landscapes and everything. But I don't necessarily ever need to see it again. 
that's how I feel about the Green Knight. I agree as well. I mean, even if it's on TV, I probably will not uh, sit and watch it again just because it's on. Uh, no offense, I'd rather see yeah. the Dark Knight. I'll, I'll yeah. watch that over and over. That's again. a different night, you know. Or I'll, I'll see even <laughs> the Black Knight uh, with Martin Lawrence. With uh, uh, yeah, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> so uh, any other night, but uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. And um, but you know, if you uh, you want a bit of an avant-garde, a little bit of a different take, and you are a huge fan of like Arthurian legends, you know, I definitely recommend you maybe check this film out, especially see it in theaters. See it in theaters because. Uh, you're going to get that different experience if you can. But um, yeah, again, this is our take on The Green Knight, uh, which is now on theaters. And that was this week's other Potential Pick. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email the Potential Podcast at Yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.